We have over 100 cool kids signed up on the Patreon. Unbelievable. Isn't that awesome? It's not unbelievable. I believe it. There's more cool kids out there, too. There, just there have to be. There have the to be. And y'all, y'all have to join. But what 100 cool kids means is that the unofficial co-host is officially being compensated. The money is transferring over airwaves right now <laughs> as we speak. And we're all super excited about that. Phil and I cannot thank you enough for joining us there and helping us start this little community. Let's see. Recently, I've posted my Essence sale picks. I actually just dropped a new column about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm where I posted my 10 favorite things on the internet under $50 right now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the type of stuff that you're going to get on patreon.com slash club cool for your $2 per month commitment and joining the cool kids. You're helping us. You're helping us deliver bigger and better content. You know, there's a little community fostering there. So, uh, so I've been helping out one of our listeners find some brands and some items to help him kind of narrow on narrow in on the aesthetic that he wants which is urban hippie from a small ski town i saw that that's the vibe that he's very going specific for. and, and like we're it. having a little back and forth it's been really fun and like i'm happy to 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 help anybody with 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 anything that they that they may be searching for or looking for or wanting to to, to kind of you know just build so our next goal is 200 patrons whereupon we will reopen the Club Cool hotline and start doing some Patreon-only bonus pods with nothing but hotline calls from listeners. I love that. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. It's $2 a month to join the, the Cool Kids tier. It's the only tier available right now. But that's what we're going for. And I think we can get there pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, there's new columns. We got, like I just said, the one I just posted today. My 10 favorite things, under $50, more coming soon, more community posts. We're going to keep that growing, keep it going, check it out. And on to the show. Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. I am joined by Mr. Philly B, Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? Hey, not much. Just hanging out. Very excited today. I'm happy to hear the news that we eclipsed the 100 mark on the page. That's, that's huge for yeah. us. Yeah, everybody's talking about that. Thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you to everybody that has jumped on board, gotten up on the Patreon. Phil and I are here. Where we always are, at the intersection of style and pop culture. Guess what we're doing today? What? We're going back to back. Oh, that's right. Two hours of potting today. Cannot be stopped. Now, that doesn't mean that you're getting a two-hour podcast. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> so, I, Dude, people people like the long podcasts. I'm not... I mean, like, I, for me, I like, a, I like it a little bit more digestible. 45 minutes to, yeah. to just over an hour is kind of the, <clears throat> yeah. the sweet spot for me. But, you know, Joe Rogan's out there recording four hours at a time. People I love that I don't understand shit. it, man. That, that requires yeah. a lot. But, no, uh, we're, we're recording two hours today because we got to get two potties off today. And uh, so we're going to do the first hour. We'll pause. Then I got a new docket for us, and we'll do the second pod. That's because next week I am out. Where are you going? I'm going on vacation. Damn. So we're going to have to use the magic of podcasting, do a little time travel, uh-huh. wherein we record today, and yet the podcast releases, releases wow. next week. Only in the world of podcasting. Just a little, little podcasting off. magic there for you. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So- we are going on the lady friends, my girlfriend's annual family <clears throat> vacation. Yes. Which happens on a small beach town in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But first, we're tacking on a little weekend up front. We're flying into Charleston. Amazing. And we'll, amazing do, a, we'll place. do a weekend in Charleston. Uh, and you've am, never been to Charleston. I've never right? been to Charleston. It is incredible. What I am. It, I, I now I I don't want to compare it to Austin because every city gets compared to Austin and it's I know that that is kind of annoying, but it it does like and every and this is just me in general. What I look forward to on vacations is just like eating and drinking everything in sight for thirty six hours. Right. But Charleston does seem like the perfect place to do that. Very to do walkable. Just that. Very walkable, which yeah. is essential if you're eating and drinking constantly. Yes. 
Yeah. So it's so I you know I've got all sorts of reservations and like my list of like bars and like rooftops that I want to hit mm-hmm. and like you know I'm not even sure we're gonna bother much with with any type of <laughs> culture. <laughs> do Who I needs need that? do I need to go? If you've ever been to Charleston, feel free to hit me up. Like, do I need to go on like a like a historical walking tour? Do I need to do like the architecture tour? You know, like what like like is there anything? Am I going to be missing something awesome if I just go to cool restaurants, look at the marina, uh-huh. like hang out, get cocktails, no. do a little shopping? I will say this. You know what I mean? One time I was there for work and uh, it was not late night, but it was, you know, past dark. And mm-hmm. I was sitting, um, my hotel was right near this um, little, squ- you know, town square. And I, I latched on to a, a late night um, ghost tour. Okay. See now, a ghost tour—that sounds interesting. To yeah, me. I just kind of lurked in the shadows, <laughs> like a ghost, like a ghost, <laughs> for like three of the stops, and it seemed very interesting. And they had a good crowd, uh-huh. so you might want to look into that. I, so, okay, the, you you say that I, that was a ghost tour was one of the first things that I did look into. Mm-hmm. But we're getting in kind of late Friday evening and pretty much going straight to a dinner. Yeah, and then I don't know if we want to mess around with like devoting a couple hours of our only like really like full night there you know I what i mean do that and, and i don't want to and is a ghost tour the same during the day probably not absolutely not so not near yeah. spooky yeah yeah but uh you know there's some shopping there that i want to do there's a really cool little store called indigo and cotton uh-huh. uh they carry like a bunch of the brands that, that we talk about here is kind of like the japanese heritage type stuff like capital and engineered garments so I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out i think they carry some double rl as well um, I believe that Palmetto Moon has a location in Charleston. Is that right? Several. Several. Yes. So I'll probably, I, I might pop in there just because, you know, I, I, was so, I was so familiar with, with the peeps in the store. Great people. Got to see what's going on there. Yeah, check them out. Let's do a little plug for Palmetto Moon. For Palmetto Moon, yeah. I mean, they, they, they're one of, I think they're like, they're a big deal, South Carolina. Absolutely. They, I think that they're, you know, on their way to, you know, eclipsing 22 locations now. And that's, that's... um. Yeah, very, that, very big. That's something. I believe, the they, I believe they carry my current employer stuff as well. I believe they they're a big buyer for of Howler Brothers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's so I got to pop in see the see the spread, see what they got. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is supposed to rain big time on Saturday. <laughs> of course, it's like a hundred percent chance is is what I believe what the forecast says. Which, by the way, little tidbit that I'll, I I I've known this for. Not as long as I probably should have. Did you, do you know when a percentage rain chance, do you know that that is the percentage of the area that will get rain in a given time span? Okay, this is a long-standing debate with several people I know, <laughs> including my wife and I. Did you look this up? Do you have some data on this? Uh, no. You've Okay. It is my understanding that when they say, for instance, uh-huh. there is a 50% chance of rain. Yes. They are saying that in the viewing area, yes, that the, it's going to rain. Only fifty percent of the viewing area will see the rain. Yes, is that right? Yes, that is basically what I believe the rain forecast to mean. You can also look at that on the flip side, as to that doesn't mean it's going to rain. It just means that there might there is a chance, a you know, a fifty percent chance. That is, but that is what. So I. I do not think that that means that when you see a 50% chance of rain, that, that it's a coin flip on whether or not it rains tomorrow. It's going to rain. It's going to rain tomorrow, but only 50% of the area will right. get rain. That's that's my belief. Yes. Anybody out there that happens to have a meteor, meteorologist <laughs> a degree in, in meteorology, family, please let us know if yeah, we're way yeah. off. So, so with a 100% chance of rain, that does not mean that it's going to rain all day 100% of the time. Uh-huh. That means that the entire area is go each part of the area is going to get some rain. We'll that, see that, some sort of we'll precipitation. We'll see some type of precipitation. Okay. Yes. Well, great. That and that, sounds now, awesome. and that's that's still that still is not always they're not always accurate with with that either. No. You know what I mean? Of course. But not. that means that w- when you see those high percentages like that, it do, it means that the likelihood of you seeing rain in the area is extremely high. And this just seems to be like I'm a magnet for this for some reason. I'm a magnet for vacation rain, man. I can't mm. get like we went to Mexico in January and we got we that was like the first time we've ever been on a trip where the weather was basically not just 
utter dog shit. That's why you loved it so much. And I don't, yeah, yes, it probably is. <laughs> oh my God, I finally get like some sun, get get to put on some fits, get to do stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, but no, this is, now it's just going to rain all day. And I, I mean, you just talked about how it's like a walkable town. Well, we're going to be walking in rain, and I guess. You might want to invest in uh, some big umbrellas or something. I guess, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, and it's, with the packing, it's like kind of pros and cons, right? Because mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about this. It's like I, I don't even have to mess around with trying to pull off cool fits because I'm not going to because it's going to be raining. So yeah. all I, what I need to worry about is like wearing shoes that I don't care about ruining uh-huh. and like be, being able to get wet essentially. Yeah, you know what I mean. You need to be functional. You got to be functional. So it, like it takes some of the takes some of the thought out of it, the time out of it. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like not that fun either. Uh, you know, but I'll just yeah, be, that's I'll a be, real bummer. I'll be throwing my rain gear into my uh, into my new away bag. Sneaky shouts to awaytravel dot com slash cool. Oh man, what a great brand! Yeah. Um. Anyway, that is why we are recording twice today. So what we're saying right now, you will hear later this afternoon. What we say on the back half, basically, it's coming next week mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Anyway, you got anything cool going on this weekend, Phil? Uh, probably not. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll be here and, uh, you know, it's going to be really, really hot. Yes. Which, you know, I'm okay with. I did see that. And we'll be outside for sure. I want to go to Barton Springs for the first time this summer. Uh, you know, making sure to apply the sunscreen. Barton Springs would be good. That's like something I've been here for a fit nearly 15 years. I've been like one time. God, I hate to hear that. <laughs> I really do. It's one of the best spots in town. I know, I know. You know what is a testament to my my just me being a degenerate, like the fact that it's like d- there's not like a bar there is a major <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine there's I a think, bar there? Wh- why not? Springs. What you can't we'll go get a, a how un- how unaustin is it that you can't like go get a tall boy Lone Star or something? Yeah, that, while you they sit, are while you sit there and hang out. Some of the strictest uh rules and regulations yeah. you can find. Um, as no, far I, as I, I, appreci- I mean, in. I appreciate that there. I, I need to like put that in the repertoire. You do more often because it always looks like a really fun time. It's a great scene when too. it's hot as shit like that. Like it, you, God knows you need that sixty-five degree water or whatever it is. Yes, it's it's very cold. All right. Well, before we get into some other stuff today, let's take a break and hear from Lisa. Hey, I want to talk to you about Lisa mattresses. Lisa knows how important rest is to a better life. Lisa is the foundation of a healthier happier you. To Lisa, a bed is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place for relaxation and rest. They make mattresses that you want to spend time in. You put these things in your room, it becomes a sanctuary to sleep and rest and feeling good. All right, I have the Lisa Hybrid Mattress, formerly known as the Sapira. It's the most advanced luxury hybrid mattress. It's made with premium foams. It's also got springs for enhanced pressure relief with edge-to-edge support. The hybrid is thoughtfully designed, and it's the best of both worlds. But hey, if you don't want to spend quite that much money, also check out their standard Lisa mattress, the OG, if you will. It's actually their most popular, and it's a multi-layer foam mattress that is great for cooling and contouring and also pressure-relieving support. These mattresses are awesome, man. I love this thing. I've had it for a while now, and I'm getting great sleep every single night because of it. Lisa is also a company that has a great mission and that gives back. They believe all people should have access to deep rest and relaxation. And that is why they donate one mattress for every 10 that they sell through organizations that work in great causes. To date, they've donated more than 33,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Lisa mattresses are made in the USA. You get in-home delivery. Setup is available. Financing is available. Just go read the reviews, man. Like Everybody is happy with these things, okay? I am especially, so do not miss out. Live healthier, live happier, rest deeper. Order today and get 15% off any mattress. Go to lisa.com slash cool and use promo code cool. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash cool. Use promo code cool. You will be glad that you did. And keep in mind that you get 100 nights risk-free. 100 night trial plus free shipping and returns. So it's a win-win situation you can't lose here. Lisa.com slash cool. Use promo code cool for 15% off a mattress. All right, Phil, and we're back. First and foremost, let's talk about some hot drops, baby. That's we got hot drops, and then we're gonna drops. do and then we're gonna do some hot pop. Okay. Hot drops and hot pops. <laughs> That's what and, you want. And baby. by that, by that I mean uh, some music that we're gonna discuss. Okay. Um 
Okay, first up, this Saturday, the Air Fear of God 1 in sale is dropping on the Sneakers app. Mm -hmm. And at assorted other stores. The colorway is sale, not like on sale. Correct, correct. Mm S-A-I-L. Yes, sale. A popular Nike colorway, by the way. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Sale, yeah. Um, we've covered the fear of God one before. We've yeah. done a we've done a hyper heat about it. Um, I'm just kind of wondering if you've had any further thoughts on it. If your if your feelings about it have changed, especially because last weekend they dropped two like completely monochromatic colorways uh-huh. of this thing. One was called Pulse Orange, and one was called some type of electric green. I can't remember what yeah. exactly. Uh, and they are bright. <laughs> Very bright, very monochromatic, and to my eyes, quite hideous. Yeah, same. And they still had the $350 price tag. They still sold out in a matter of minutes, and they're still fetching, you know, a, a hefty, um, you know, resale. A, a re, yeah, amount on the resale market, which is a little surprising to me because, I, I mean, I, like, I think the shoe is cool, but these colorways, those, those ones that dropped last weekend are really hard to pull off, it would seem. The shoe itself... In in this sale colorway, which is by far the the most neutral and yes. versatile, yeah, is very hard to pull off. Yeah, this is not an easy shoe to pull off. No, they're bulky, a lot of lot of a uh, lot of straps, but it's really like a, a big shoestring that just mm-hmm. and what is that like elastic? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, something like that. A lot, lot going on. I still think they're cool. However, I would stay away from them personally because I know I can't pull them off. Yeah. This requires. I I do think you could pull these off, though. Maybe I don't know though. This is the kind of shoe that, like, oh man, I don't know. With with such baby legs, like I have, yeah, yeah, you're worried they're too kind of tall and bulky. Too tall and bulky. You'd have to wear them with, I think, layers. Mm. I mean, we'll get into this later, but you know, our boy John Mayer, who is the king of layers, yeah, pulls them off, of course. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. I like them. Uh, they're they're getting north of seven fifty on the resale market right now. The sale ones, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Big whoa. But is that because you think that they've only dropped like in? Yeah. Okay. I do believe. And are you looking at the for seven fifty? Are you looking because didn't a pair in uh, color called Bone drop originally? Right. Are you looking at the bones or the sales? I don't know. Yeah. Me, okay. Me, me I mean, I, d- I don't doubt it. I'm sure that the resale is is near that that 700 mark for for these. Yeah. So the, I don't the know. Bo- the, I would actually prefer the bone, which is a little bit more of a kind of like a neutral mm-hmm. beigey color, mm-hmm. whereas the sale is like pretty close to white. And white, uh, everybody knows this about me, but I don't love like stark, solid white shoes. Uh, you mentioned John Mayer, though, and I mean, like, I get it on these light on these lighter colors of the Fear of God ones. Like, especially when I see Fit Picks, especially when it's you know worn by John Mayer, who who pulls this shit off like the master that he is. Um, you know, he kind of combines like the Japanese heritage brands. He's mm-hmm. a Visfam completist. He wears a lot of acronym. And I've actually been going through some. I've, I've been catching up on like a backlog of GQ magazines that I still have. Uh, you know, just from earlier this year that I haven't gotten all the way through. <laughs> I and, have a, a huge stack that yeah. has not been looked at. And, uh, and, and I got to one that's a few months old, but it's all it's this layout that he did for GQ where he styled his own outfits, uh-huh. basically from his own wardrobe. Yeah. And then like kind of like breaks each look down, like why he put it together, why he likes it. And uh, and, and he's, he's doing a lot of this combining Fear of God and Acronym and Visfam and other Japanese brands and other stuff that he likes. And he actually had he had this to say about Fear of God. He was very complimentary about the sixth season, much as we were when mm-hmm. we first saw it. He he mentions that it's like a quantum leap for Jerry Lorenzo as far as his like styling and like prowess goes of mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to putting a, a complete collection together. But but then he says this about Fear of God. He says, "Quote: I know going head to toe, Fear of God isn't for me. It might not be for anyone. Fear of God pieces are like pictures that come in the frame when you buy them." You're supposed to put your own life inside of them. The more influences you can take in and the finer you can chop up each one into tiny particles, the better you can reform your own take on things. Mm. And I thought that this was, one, just like a really well-said take on kind of fear of God and then in kind of fashion in general. Because that is, I, I totally feel that because it's kind of how I feel about shaping my wardrobe in general. I like so many different things from so many different arenas of style that that's kind of what I feel like I always have to do is like I have to take the pieces that I like from each kind of sector 
and then recontextualize them in a way that makes sense with the other stuff that I have and that I own. But I always kind of like, I, I think that's always good to, well, sometimes it's it's good to put together like entire looks from one brand or one, or you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like that can work sometimes, but you also then look like a mannequin of sorts. Yeah. There's no, in, there's, there's not a lot of kind of individual, individualistic like spin on it. You haven't added anything. You haven't added yourself to it because you're basically just putting on what the designer designed for you. Right. It's like buying a jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, so I, I just thought that that was cool. And, and, and I appreciated the take that like going fear to head to toe fear of God is really not the point. So, and that's, that's just kind of, just to kind of circle back to the shoes, that's uh, that's why I feel like you could actually pull them off because I do think that you can yeah. you can kind of insert them into, into various different well, styles. You don't have to go for like the full Nike in fear of God ba- yeah. ba- baggy basketball look. No, and I don't I don't think I could ever do that. But um, you, you might be right. I mean, they are looking at them on StockX right now. They they are much wider. Mm-hmm. Than the 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 bone version that yeah, you were talking okay, about earlier, yeah. which I actually would prefer that the bone. I, I, I'm a sucker for anything, whether it's an outsole or an entire shoe mm-hmm. that is that bone colorway. Yes, that is like an off white. It looks like a a, um, a white shoe that's kind of been like dipped in like coffee. Yeah, just slightly. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm into that too. Uh, these, let's see. The sale, Fear of Gods, a size nine. The last sale was six hundred and one dollar, mm. but the lowest ask right now is nine hundred and forty-three. Perfect. Which will, of course, drop when the rest of the uh, the supply hits the market. I would anticipate. By the way, you ever mess around on StockX and notice the jump after you get past a nine, or the the yes. drop after you get past yes. a nine and a half? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. So. Like it's it's pretty crazy. The lowest ask on a on a size ten is uh-huh. seven hundred and ten dollars. Right. Then the lowest ask on a nine and a nine and a half, both over nine hundred. Yeah, and it's it, it kind of sheds some light on what they're producing as far as size runs, right? Man, I or is I it guess, just demand? I that's that's the part that I don't really know. Is Nike just not producing as many eights to nine and a halves, or is it just that that is where? The majority of the demand is. Did I would that, assume did that, that the, the did majority that many people not wear like tens. Basically, I would think that the majority is on the higher end, above nine and a half. Yeah, I, I, I guess I don't think I. Based on the numbers, that does not appear to be the case. Yeah, but like a seven is going for over a thousand dollars. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's that's kind of the week's big drop to uh, to pay attention to, and <clears throat> um, you know. Maybe you can try to get that on a Saturday if if you're into it. But oh, hey, how did it go? Um... Oh, four L's on the Sakai's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Damn. Yeah, and so I the, totally forgot about it. I, yeah, no, I tried for all four and four, it took four L's. Yeah. Interesting StockX movement on those as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you that the pair I was most interested in was the green and yellow waffles. Yep. The waffle day, whatever they're called, I, I can never remember the name of them. I just call them the waffles. Yeah. Uh, they're the low the low tops. The green and yellow ones. So on Friday, I was watching prices. I had like followed the item on StockX. I was just kind of like getting the notifications about new bids and lowest asks. And they were hovering like steadily at right around 350. Then over the weekend, I got about, you know, 400 emails or something like that. And it wasn't 400. It was like (laughs) 75. But they, they climbed up to 450. Yeah. By earlier this week. Yeah. Like they just, they really shot up. That pair specifically did. What size? Nine and a half. Yeah. Um, and now they've crept back down a little bit to uh-huh. closer to 400 or just over. They're at 400 which, right now. Which is where I expect them to stay. So, th- and it's just, this is, this is the tough part about StockX because you never know. I've told a story on this pod before. About how with the Jordan One Nigel Sylvester's, yeah, I I I, pl- I nearly played myself and, <laughs> and got lucky because StockX sent me a botched pair, but but I I did exactly this. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna jump in quick so that I so that I beat the inflation. Yeah, and then they plummeted, but then other pairs do this where it's like you do want to be in right after the drop, 
and then and then they and then they rise. Now, what's interesting is that that's the only pair that's really done that. The the uh, the red, blue, and yellow waffles have always been the highest pair. Have always have stayed above four hundred. The blazers have actually taken big dips. Mm-hmm. Both blazers you can get for like right at three hundred or under, which I find interesting. I find that shocking. That I mean, to me, that means that they released more than. But the blazer is the less popular silhouette, and that either yeah, that either means that people are more interested in this low top because it's more unique and doesn't really exist outside of this collaboration, whereas the blazers do. Uh, or that they just produced a lot more of the blazers, right? And I think that th- this particular colorway, the, the low top waffle with the, they call it green multi. Mm-hmm. I saw it more often, like on Instagram and, yeah, and in fit so pics than any I other of these. And that's yeah. I, I guarantee that had a lot to do. I'm with po- yeah. I was browsing around, and, like saw like Lil Uzi Vert posted a picture wearing yeah. those, and I, I definitely think that that. That the gram had a say in kind of bumping up the price of of that pair in particular. Um, let's move to a clothing drop. All right. I this was one that was not on my radar, but I get emails from Kith, the store Kith. Yeah. And this past week they released a Tom and Jerry collabo. Did you let's see go. this? Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I don't really pay attention to Kith that much, as far as like their drops. Their collections, their no. collaborations. No, no, no. It's generally something that I'm not that interested in because it's so it, it just seems most of it seems to so blatantly like just like feed the beasts, if you will. They are they are a machine. You know what I mean? Uh this one though, I got the email. I pop probably about thirty minutes after the drop. I looked at it, I saw some Tom and Jerry stuff. And Tom and Jerry, man, that was my jam. Those are your okay? boys. Like that was like that's that's my favorite. It, like by far one of my my favorite cartoons growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Definitely my favorite like classic cartoon. Okay, you know what I mean. Like with when it, when it comes to all that like that genre of cartoon. Yes. So I'm separating like Bugs Bunny and Marvin the Martian and Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. From like Rocco's Modern Life and Rugrats, basically. <laughs> <laughs> two two great shows. <laughs> but um, I'm a big Ninja Turtles boy myself. I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Tom and Jerry kind of like like that. It spoke to me, so I was like, "Oh, that's that looks cool." I, I, I'd buy a sixty dollars Kith Tom and Jerry mm-hmm, T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry was my shiz. Uh, so I went, all sold out, completely sold out. Of course, like everything, even the double XLs, every single colorway, every single item. So I, you know, I just w- one more thing that apparently was a highly sought after drop, and and I'm not gonna pay one hundred thirty dollars for a Hell Tom no. and Jerry cartoon T-shirt. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm not going to it. I have no plans on it. But yeah, man, it's just like I. I just sometimes the stuff just kind of explodes the brain to be like, God, what will these people not buy? Dude, it's the Kith machine is so incredible. Yeah, and watching what they've done. Or what Ronnie has done, um, the owner and founder, like not that I have been paying attention to Kith like since inception, but I knew who Ronnie was. And then um, when we first started going to New York, <clears throat> excuse me for for work, and going into those locations, it is just so obvious what he has created, and mm-hmm. he's done an incredible job of, um, you know, bringing people in because of the brands that he carries, and then you know, feeding off of that and creating what the the hype that he has created around his own brand, Kith, and what he's what has really shocked me is how he's created a new box logo that people go nuts for. Mm-hmm. He's put the Kith logo into the box form, put it in the middle of the chest, <laughs> and started doing collaborations just like Supreme and yeah, people go yeah. nuts for it. And he's he knows exactly what he's doing. Um I'm not into you know all of the stuff, I think that they put – he brands the shit out of everything. Yeah. I mean everything. But there are some items. Uh, they released some shorts that were like these, these technical shorts I think like a month ago or so that were really cool even though they were branded. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean I like Kith a lot. I, I think that it's a great store and cool to follow. It, you know, but what's, what's interesting is when I first kind of started paying attention to sneakers and stuff, long before StockX, long before I, I was so deep into like fashion and everything. But I, what I remember is that Ronnie Feig was a collaborator yeah. for brands like Asics and New Balance. A- uh, Asics stands out in my mind. I remember his yes. versions of like Gel Light 3s coming out. Right. 
you know, and I'm talking this got to be seven years ago at least uh-huh. now. Uh, but I had no I I don't think I under, understood who Ronnie Feek was. Did he I, do, did he even have Kith then? I guess maybe he did, but it was just know. like a little, basically just a little a retail store that he had not kind of turned into the machine that it is now. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, I think that they started with just that one location, which right now I don't think that they have more than two or mm-hmm. three. I could be wrong, but yeah. Um, no, he he's got a a great vision and he's executed. Well, there it, it makes a lot of sense that there was room for another brand there with Supreme. You know what for I mean? Sure. Like Supreme B. Yeah, <laughs> which they're they're about to drop their drum set too. You gonna get on that? Kith or Supreme? No, Supreme. Oh no, I'm we can put them right here in the corner. I'm gonna pass on the uh, on the Supreme. I'll see if set. I can get them, and then we'll <laughs> I'll do like some drum solos okay. for every show. Yeah, that we could. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Get some sound effects going <laughs> on the Supreme drum set stashed in the dude. I'm into it. <laughs> um, all right, Phil. That's uh, that's all I got on the on the drops. I'm sure, there will be more. Yeah, I'll post some stuff on the gram. Let's talk after hot drops. About hot pops. Hot pops. All right. Uh, the, the reason this is a segment is because I, I'm looking down at my playlist here the other day, and all of a sudden, it's nothing but bangers from female pop artists. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I, I had to give love, I had to sh- and I had to show love, and I had to mention some of these songs that I'm really, really feeling right now. But I'm looking... I, so here's what's on. I just started a new playlist. It doesn't have that many songs so far. But there are... As, okay. There are two Kevin Gates hip-hop songs on here right now. And then I got Jess Glynn, Katy Perry, Charlie XCX, Miley Cyrus, Carly Rae Jepsen, Tuvlo, and Ed Sheeran, who might as, you know, who, wow. I think we, who I think we can just lump in there anyway. And God, you know I don't want to sit here and say that I'm really, really feeling what? Ed Sheeran songs either. What a but list. Both of, but both of his new singles, the one with Chance the Rapper and the one with Justin Bieber, they're great, man. They're mm-hmm. catchy as hell. They're earworms, as they say, and, <laughs> and they are both getting lots of play from me. Um, let's start with this new Katy Perry song. It's called "Never Really Over." Mm-hmm. And look, I was I'm I'm kind of I was kind of shocked when I heard it on on New Music Friday because it's a banger, and I I kind of thought that maybe Katy Perry had completely like lost her fastball after just the whole debacle with whatever she was doing on that last album. Yeah. Like, do you remember when, I think it was during SNL, but I, man, I can't quite remember. All I rem- all you need to remember is the gif of her with Migos trying to, like, dabbing and, like, doing, like, little hip-hop moves. Oh, God, like, yes. Like the oldest white lady you'd ever seen. Damn, I wish we could pull that up. I, I, like, she was essentially, like, she ethered herself with that. Well, yeah. <laughs> the music was bad. It was it was not good, uh, and and you know she had basically tried to make like was she like performing th- with them thoughtful yeah uh huh oh, but she was trying to make like thoughtful conscious pop music and it did not play out the music was not very good and then she did the thing with Migos and it was like completely over so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> I'm looking at it right <laughs> it's now. so bad damn it's so bad but um. Yeah, so this song, the fact that I put it on and it kind of sounds like it could have come off Teenage Dream, mm. I, I was very excited about that. That because, was a good one. Because I'm a sucker for just like, I'm a sucker for a good kind of like EDM-based, Zed-produced pop track, man. You are, aren't you? Yeah, I really am. I, I really I'm going to be totally honest. I, do, I don't care for the Katy Perry new song. No. Okay. I don't. All right. All I right. Do, I'm not into the Tove Low new song. However... Um, I'm a huge fan of Jess Glenn. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, by the way. Yeah. Um, back what well, that was two years ago at ACL. Yeah. You introduced me to her, mm-hmm. and man, is she talented. Yeah. If you if you're not Jess Glenn is is obviously one of the the or the not as recognizable names on the list that I just gave out. But it, so if you don't know Jess Glenn, you should definitely check her out. She's this British chick that just has like incredible soul in her voice, but does. Like sings on a lot of like very like kind of electronic based soul pop mm-hmm. records, and it's really really fun and unique. good. And there's <clears throat> unique and good. There's a, there's a, a lot of great stuff. All right, so this Tovlo song, "Glad He's Gone," which is like a just really a song about female empowerment and breaking up with a bad boyfriend, dude. This is a supreme <laughs> bang- banger to me. 
Like this song came out on Friday, this past Friday, and I, I probably listened to this song twenty five times already. Damn. Yeah, I really. I'll give really, it another. I shot. like this song a lot. Now, th- but that's what I'm saying here. Like all this music that I'm that I'm talking about, it's not exactly. I'm 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 maybe not the exact demographic that it's aimed at. It's all very female driven and female centric. But God, I just uh, these things are they're they're just in my brain. I'm jamming. If it's a banger, it's a banger. If it's a banger, it's a banger. Um, the Miley Cyrus track, kind of a medium banger. Okay. Uh, I, the I, the note that I have for her, the song is called Mother's Daughter. By the way, uh, the the new one that I'm I'm kind of referring to here. I was surprised to hear her back on a hip hop beat. Yeah, right. Because. Yeah. She released that album, the one that had "We Can't Stop" on it. Mm-hmm. It was called "It Was Called Bangers" with a Z on the end, <laughs> and like it was all produced by Mike. Will made it. Yeah, she was did the song. Oh, about the Jordans as well, and couldn't know, stop in, smoking in my J's. on Instagram. Uh, and then, like uh, several months later, she came out and was basically like, "I don't even listen to hip hop." You remember that? No, did she say that? Maybe she said that. I okay. I'm I'm gonna get the timeline all botched here. But Miley Cyrus, at one point, I think it was maybe, maybe this was before she had her hip-hop moment. But at one point, she references Jay-Z in a song. Maybe it's even Party in the uh-huh. USA. Maybe, yeah. this, maybe this is that old of a quote. And then when asked what her favorite Jay-Z song is, she was like, I don't really listen to hip-hop or Jay-Z. It, anyways, I just, I thought that like after she had become kind of new wave Miley and like declared that she was like pansexual right. and like done like more rock and kind of covered the Jolene song and I I thought she was maybe gravitating back towards something a a little bit more traditional yes maybe even country tinged Mm -hmm. and so to pop this song on and like hear her back on pretty heavy hip-hop beats was just kind of I'm 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 good with it I think it's I think it's decent I I like listening to this song I was it was just a surprise to me to hear her back in the hip-hop realm of yes and she's married now right she is married to a, hem, a, a brother Hemsworth, yeah. old Liam there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's what I got on my playlist right and now. And then Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Man, now, that's a bad one. Now, that is a bad song. Good, I'm glad we agree on that. That is another, and that's another one where it's like, I'm kind of floored by it because you're, you, I don't know, man. I thought like she had basically proven herself to be a, very good musician and artist with the 1989 album. Mm-hmm. And the one before that was pretty good too, mm-hmm. Red, which mm-hmm. was like the kind of pop country hybrid. Yeah. And then she went full pop on 1989, mm-hmm. which is just like a very, very, very good album. It is. Critically and commercially. And uh, and then I, I the, the last album wasn't very good. And then there was, uh, and then there's this new stuff led by this trash single called Me. <laughs> and my my God, it's bad. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Surely she knows Two that that is down. not a good piece of music. The lyrics are bad. The lyrics are really bad. Yeah. That's one thing that stood out to me is like, what was she talking about? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I, I'll have to listen to she, it again. There's like a bridge where she says spelling is fun, oh. I think. Man, back to the drawing board, Taylor. I don't know. It's just, like, I know, okay, it's hard for for artists. After you release your best work, it's hard to reach that height again. Well, think about her. I mean, she's been releasing stuff. For a long time. That people go nuts for forever, that, pretty yeah. much her entire career. And yeah. now I'm sure people will go nuts for this. I mean, have you seen any reviews? No, because I, I think the only song that's out is the single. Yeah. But it's not a good it's not a good sign. No. That that's what she chose to lead with. Have you seen the video? No. It's also not good. Yeah. No, I haven't. I don't um know. I I'm always uh just so I always cringe anytime I, I I've never seen her live, but watching her live on like any of these award shows mm-hmm. or anything. Man, not great. Well, I know she's more talented than this me song indicates. And, uh, you know, you just got to, I don't know. I felt like maybe she took enough time off after the whole Kim and Kanye situation, but maybe she didn't. Maybe she just needs to go back to the drawing board and, like, refocus. Uh You know? I don't know. Date some guys again. Break up with some dudes. Something. 
Yeah, because I'd like to I'd like to see her be successful again. I know a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift in general, mm-hmm. but she's a I think she's a good artist, and I'd like to see her do something that doesn't suck. Of course. Uh, speaking of live live performances, one other note on Tovlo. I, I you might feel a little bit differently if you'd seen her live too. Yeah, I saw her at ACL, uh-huh. and she puts on a fantastic show. I'll go see her. She's I will. Fr- she's Scandinavian, I believe she's Swedish, and she's just a total wild card, man. Uh-huh. Like she, lo- she, she'll flash her tits at any live show you go to see her at. Well, then maybe I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for the whole family. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's very much like, you know, uh, Iconopop is similar. Yeah. Charlie XCX, is, as I mentioned, kind of in that genre of kind of just like, you know, it's it's good. It's just it's fun. It's good pop music. Okay. Yeah, I'll check her out. Um, let's keep talking about ladies crushing it. And move on to the U.S. women's national team. Did you know that the Women's World Cup starts in just a couple of days? Unfortunately, I'm ashamed to admit that I did not know that. You did not know that. No, yes. but I'll be watching. That is because, for whatever reason, the U.S. women's national team and Nike and soccer in general and, Amer- and American media has done a horrific job of, prom- of promoting uh, yeah. that the Women's World Cup is about to start. I agree. Do you think that it has something to do with that whole um, movement within the women's team to to to, to get to get, get paid, paid more? And as much as the men's team, maybe they're uh, you know a little inside conspiracy there. You know, let's I, talk conspiracy. I theories. love a good conspiracy theory, <laughs> so I'll I will I will absolutely bite on that. Um, you would think that. That that type of thing would have grabbed more headlines and maybe given more attention to the fact that they were about to be in the World Cup. But maybe, as you said, that irked people in the right in the wrong places, and they, you know, they sh- yeah. they shut some stuff down. I don't know. That's crazy. But look, the U.S. Women's National Team is awesome, and they are awesome to watch, and they have won the World Cup three times, including four years ago. Where Carly Lloyd had a hat trick in the first half. Incredible! She was launching goals from the ha- from midfield. Man, I, I lost it. Like I, I loved yes. every minute of that. And what, man, that's so true. Now that I'm thinking about this whole situation here, the United States men's team. I don't know how close they've come to a final in the World Cup, but I'm assuming not it's not that close. Yeah. And you know, from seeing what I've seen over the past years, I don't think they're going to get that close anytime soon. And this team has won it. The men's team could not even be bothered to make the World Cup <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. The women's team has won it three times. Incredible. It is awesome to watch them because they are the best in the world. Our team is good. These players are stellar athletes who are a lot of fun to watch on the field. Like, and, and I'm not, like, I, I don't really pay attention to UEFA. I don't pay attention to Champions League. It's something that I'd like to get more into. Mm-hmm. I just really haven't found like the right point of entry, if you will. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to know how to get into it, really. Um, and look, man, like part of the reason that soccer isn't big in America is because the men aren't very good at it. Right. The, well, the women are. So this is an awesome place to start if you're not a soccer fan. Like I, I promise you, watching these women play soccer on the world stage is just as entertaining as watch it, watching any pro male sport. 100%. And even more entertaining because it's our national team. Yes. And you should be watching. Yeah. And it's fun to watch us be good on a national right. soccer and they're stage. they're actually good. Yes, they are actually good. So, one, first and foremost, I just wanted to give some pub to the fact that this is about to start and that you guys should be hit, hitting your bars and watching the games mm-hmm. and supporting the team. Now... On a second note, where they have failed miserably, once again in the promotion of this team, is you can't get nameplate jerseys in any type of quick manner of time. So four years ago, 2015, watching Carly Lloyd like just like destroy the competition, I, re- I wanted a Carly Lloyd like men's women's jersey, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, they, they weren't really... You could sort of get one. It wasn't easy. I I, I never ended up pulling the trigger because I couldn't find like the right mm-hmm. site that was going to get it to me, and it, it just it was already the World Cup was halfway over. Like it, yada yada, it didn't happen. Four years down the road, I'm like, okay, Nike's got this figured out. 
they're doing they've got the whole campaign right about mm-hmm. about like that's all that's very female driven and female focused with like Serena Williams driving it about how people called her crazy and how crazy is a good thing so be crazy and like it's basically like you know it's it's mm-hmm. female empowerment like do your thing like be crazy because that's how barriers get broken and how things are accomplished and records are achieved and etc and so I thought for sure Nike's gonna have this one. They're going to have men's jerseys with Lloyd or Alex Morgan or mm-hmm. Megan Rapinoe or like, who you know, the stars of this team. They'll be available. They're not. And the, the only thing that you can find is if like you go to like fanatics.com or ussoccer.com and you can personalize a jersey and you can get and then they have like a drop down and you can like select which player you want. But then they're not going to ship it to you for two weeks. It's like, what the, the hell? This shit starts in two days, man. I'm trying to get this jersey. So that means they're not keeping inventory. They're in not any of this keeping stuff. inventory of it. And it's just like every step of the way, I hate that they're doing such a disservice to yeah. these players. I haven't seen one hype video uh, put out by Nike either. I'm sure there is one. Y- yeah. But they need to get those things rolling. Uh, yeah. You'd think that Nike, even if FIFA, even if the US, US soccer. Even if like the broadcast channels aren't on top of this, you'd think Nike would be making a push. I mean, football, this is dollars to them. We're, man. At, we're in between football season right now. Yes, and this is a dead sports time. Absolutely, this is de- this is the the Women's World Cup literally could not come at a better time as far as sports go. Like the the we're half the final the NBA finals are halfway over. They're mm-hmm. about to be you know yep. finished probably in the in the next week. NHL finals are almost NHL done. finals are almost over. We're about to be in the complete dead zone with nothing but m- middle of the season baseball games to watch and bowling. <laughs> and you can't figure out how to capitalize on our nation's best soccer team. Right. Something's up, man. There's Something's up. I, and I and I, I just we're gonna look into this. Yeah. It we're bum- gonna do it, a it club bum- cool it bums investigation. Me out and it pisses me off. And I really wanted an Alex Morgan jersey or a Carly Lloyd jersey. And if I order one, I'm not going to get it until for two weeks. So I, 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 maybe I'll just get a blank one. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going. Maybe I'll stick it to Nike. Here's maybe what I'll do is because of their excellent return policy, I might add, I'll get the regular one. Uh huh. And then I'll so I have something in time, and then I'll order the 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 name one, and uh-huh. then I'll just send this other one back to Nike <laughs> within their 30 day return policy because you couldn't carry stock of your star players' jerseys. Incredible. For 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 the bros out here. All right, that's the end of my soapbox. <laughs> We're gonna look into this. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is shocking. I mean, really, when you think about it, that is uh, very rare for the United States to have any sort of presence on a national stage for when it comes to soccer. Mm-hmm. But by the way, side note: I watched an entire uh, NHL um, Stanley St- Cup game. Stanley Cup game the other night. Yeah. I I love that sport, and I don't watch it during the regular season. I mean, not, I can't imagine doing that, but, um, you know, Stanley Cup, I, I'll watch. I, and so those guys are beating the shit out of each other. They are. They are. I, I went to a to a minor league hockey game recently here in yeah. Austin, the Cedar Park. Uh, is it, are we the Stars? I don't know. I think we're the. I think the team name is the Texas Stars. It's a feeder team for the Dallas Stars, mm. so that would make sense. And the uniforms look exactly the same, even too. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that it's just the, old Dallas Stars uh, uniforms. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're the Stars. Anyway, it, hockey games are super fun to attend in person. Absolutely. But and and it's the same complaint that everybody's always had for years. But it's it, part of the reason it's so much better in person is because you can see the puck, and the puck yeah. is going back and forth so many times and travels so quickly that it is really hard to kind of like grasp it on television. As a casual fan, I don't doubt that for like diehards that watch all the hockey games and like support their team and and do all that, like I'm sure that they know how to watch hockey. Yeah. But for me, I just kind of it's kind of like I can't really I don't know. It's I just it's, look for people getting blown up on the boards. Yeah. And it happens often, and I love it. Is Boston going to win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. They're going to add. I, an, I think they're going to add another banner to the to the Boston. Uh, to the city of Boston, because that, that's what they need is another thing. Yeah, you know, I started thinking about that midway through the game because I was pulling for Boston for some reason because it was an away game for them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I snapped out of it. It's like, they don't need another fucking championship. They, they, they need another championship like I need a hole in the head. Like, <laughs> no, no. I had a conversation uh, a few weeks back when the Celtics were still in the playoffs like, with some friends, and I was like, 
who, what would you rather? Would you rather the the uh, the Warriors dynasty continue, or would you rather the Celtics take them down? Like because you know, who, are we rooting for the evil empire, or are we rooting for Boston to get another championship? And like pretty much the consensus was, let's just let the Warriors keep winning them because yeah, because basically fuck Boston. Like you have enough damn championships. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sick of the Warriors though. Same, but I mean, if but I'm all I'm saying is that if you are from Boston. If you are our age or near our age and you're from Boston, you have you you have lost for your lifetime the ability to complain about your city's sports That's franchises. True. Like no matter what happens post Tom Brady, you don't get to complain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. They'll figure it out. They probably will, but even if they don't, I mean everybody, you know, yeah. it it all comes in Alabama had a had had some rough patches in the 90s and early 2000s, believe it or not. Um yeah, man. So uh, the Women's World Cup will be broadcast on Fox and Fox Sports 1. It is uh, – they're in France for this one. Okay. So the time difference shouldn't be that crazy. No. I guess maybe there might be some like really early morning game. No. No. So the primetime games will just yeah. be the, – the French primetime games will just be like during the day. Right. So, you know – Put that little extra box on your on your second screen at work, and and have it in in the yeah. corner, and you know while you're at work, if, and, and check this. Where was the last? Check these ladies out, man. The men's World Cup was where was it? Uh, South Africa. That sounds right. <laughs> the one that the one that the men didn't get to go to. Yeah, I just remember being extremely difficult to watch because of the time. Oh, difference. Russia, right? Wasn't it Russia? It was Russia. It was the one before that. It was in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, need to watch more soccer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you have suggestions for how, for how Phil and I should get into soccer, you just got to get Will DeFreeze on the horn. I guess I tried to put. I tried to pick a team. I tried to put. I tried to pick Tottenham, and then it just. I don't know. You got. You also have to wake up on Saturday mornings, which I think makes it difficult for for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get Will DeFreeze on the horn. That guy will give you a full breakdown. Okay. All right. He's a big soccer guru. Yeah. Um, pay attention to that. Once again, go check out patreon.com slash club cool. Join the cool kids. It's $2 a month. I just put out a new column today. It's my 10 favorite things under $50. What's not to love about that? I'm also going to uh, do an, more columns like that coming soon. Barney's just went to 60% off. So I might do another another kind of like sale picks column for the for the Barney's sale. Um, you know, just, just, put my fa- I'm interested. Just, just put my faves out there. We'll be doing more and more. There's a great community. Post your questions there. Anything you want, man, it's at our fingertips, patreon.com slash club cool. Make sure you check out Lisa, lisa.com slash cool. Use promo code cool for 15% off a mattress. And uh, Bill, you got anything else? No, I'm looking forward to this next episode. Yeah, we'll yeah, see you yeah. next we'll, week. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> exactly. We will see you next week.